Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the first convocation of this academic year. My name is Suzanne East. I'm a faculty member in the education department, and I am also the director of the core curriculum here at Goshen College. Welcome to those of you who are sitting here in front of me. It's good to see some faces. Welcome to the first year students down this way in the fellowship hall, and welcome to all of you joining us by live stream. Wednesday at 10 a.m. is a sacred time for the Goshen College campus community. It's a time when there are no classes, there are no meetings, and we all pause to gather and take a breath together as a campus community. For those of you who are new to Goshen College, sometimes Wednesday is a chapel and sometimes it's a convocation. Chapels tend to focus more on worship and faith formation. Convocations bring us interesting information and ideas from speakers both within and beyond the GC community. The word convocation comes from the Latin meaning to call forth, convocare. And so convocation is a time that calls us all forth out of our residence halls and our offices out of our classrooms and our lounges to enter a common space together. But this year, that common space is gonna look a little different, like most things, right? In other years, you would have come to chapel to meet in person, someone would swipe your ID card, and that would count toward, 10, toward 12 required events. This fall, however, we need to do that differently. Most of our events will be live streamed or will be through Zoom webinar, and there will be very few to know people in this space. Instead of us tracking your attendance, we are going to ask you to make a, a good faith effort to attend 12 different campus community events throughout the semester, but we will not be tracking that. We realize that Zoom fatigue is a real thing and we're all gonna get pretty tired of it, so we're trying to keep our convocations and chapels to just a half hour. And I encourage you to find ways to still make that a community time. RAs, gather your floors to watch Convo in community. Coaches, consider gathering your teams to watch Convo in two weeks when the focus is on public health. Departments, take a worship break together. We're also going to have the South Fellowship Hall set up with appropriate distancing for folks who really do want to have a space where they can enter into chapels and convos in community. It will be tempting to work or sleep through this time. In fact, some of you out there on the live stream might be just about to click off because you realize, hey, they're not tracking my attendance, but hold on, hold on. This fall, more than ever, I think this time is essential. Right now, we are bombarded with phrases like physical distance, political polarization, a nation divided. And in a time when we are repeatedly prompted to focus on our distance and division, the ritual of coming together as a diverse academic community is a transformative countercultural act of hope. We will give you many ways to find the links. The GC events calendar and your Google calendar will always have the chapel and convo titles as well as how to access it. 
Communicator announcements will let you know what's coming up and if there are little extra added incentives like food or door prizes. And at the top of the Chapel Convo webpage, you'll always see here's what's coming up next and here's how you access it. And if you forget these four options, of, you'll see these posters hanging around campus as well that give you the rundown of the Chapel and Convo titles and where you can get the link. At this time, I'm going to turn the podium over to President Rebecca Stoltzfus, or Becky as she is known to many of us in the campus community. President Stoltzfus has been with us in this role since 2017, but she also graduated from Goshen College in 1983. And before taking on the role as our president, she was a professor and vice provost at Cornell University, and her primary research is in the field of public health. So in the midst of a pandemic, we are especially fortunate to have a president who is not only a very capable leader for our institution, but is also a public health scholar. Would you join me in welcoming Becky for her open address, opening address, Passionate Learning in COVID Times. Thank you, Suzanne. Good morning, Goshen College. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the 2020 academic year. Good morning to the new students in the sanctuary and in the fellowship hall, and to all of our students and GC community watching on other screens. So we're missing seeing each other's mouths and faces. So as I go along, give me some vibe when you feel it. So give me some applause right now, because we have to find ways to connect. Thank you. Forty-two years ago, I was a first-year student at Goshen College. I started out here as a music major. Honestly, I did not have a clear idea of what I wanted to major in, but I knew I enjoyed hanging out with musicians, and I still do. I am so glad that Goshen College will be making music in creative, rigorous, safe, and beautiful ways this fall. I think I changed my major, at least in my mind, four times as I explored the disciplines here at Goshen College. I started out in music, meandered through psychology and English, and finally graduated as a chemistry major. As I thought about our core value of passionate learning in preparation for this morning, I tried to recall what I learned here at Goshen College. I mean, what really stuck with me and what mattered. And honestly, I had trouble remembering any of the specific course information material. Now, we are talking 42 years here. The Swiss psychologist, Jean Piaget, was one of the most eminent psychologists of the 20th century. And he said, the principal goal of education should be creating people who are capable of doing new things, not simply repeating what other generations have done. Looking back to my own Goshen College years at Goshen, it was easy for me to see how my time here had made me capable of doing new things. Here at Goshen, I discovered that I was in the midst of people 
who were dreaming of new things that they wanted to create or bring about. People who would get together in small groups, talk for hours, organize their time, and be unusually bold in their efforts to make things better. I joined a church, and that was a really important part of my college experience because churches in this town are doing amazing things, especially right now in this fall 2020. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has, said the anthropologist Margaret Mead. Goshen College, followed by my studies at Cornell University and the Johns Hopkins School of Public Health, helped me to become capable of creating research groups that dreamed of new ideas, new hypotheses, and brought new theories and nutrition guidelines and practices into being. At Goshen College, I learned how to write. And that is one of the most lasting legacies of my Goshen College education. I remember those papers that came back all marked up in the margins, and I remember revising. I remember learning about the power of short sentences and long sentences and where to place commas how to use a paragraph, how to use topic sentences. That has served me so well. At Goshen College, I learned what I am good at doing. I learned that I am not as suited to piano performance as I am to science. I learned that whatever it is I choose to do, it takes hard work. Here's a particular memory from my years at Goshen. I always enjoyed studying languages and felt that I was quite good at it. One semester, I was studying French in preparation for going on SST to Haiti. I was also falling in love and working early morning hours at a restaurant. And so I didn't really study French. At the end of the semester, I got a grade that made me really unhappy. And I remember feeling unfairly evaluated, unfairly graded, because although, sure, I didn't work that hard that semester, I was good at French. So I complained to the professor, saying something along the lines of, but I'm not a C student in French. To which my professor calmly replied, you may not be a C student, but you did C work. And I look back on my immature, entitled, overwhelmed, sleep-deprived, love-drunk self and think, what a mess you were that semester. But I learned, maybe not as much French as I should have, but I learned about a lot of things, um, including that hard work really matters. So yes, we learn a lot at Goshen College, but why, after all, is our core value passionate learning? Why not just learning? So let's just say that this is going to be a passionate year. It's a good idea to expect a lot of emotions around this year in yourself and in our community. Considering we are in the midst of a global pandemic, hard conversations about racial justice, and a divisive presidential election. And while that might make some of us uncomfortable, a passionate year can be a really good year for learning. Because emotions are a key to deep learning. 
We pay attention to what we have strong feelings about. It's probably my strong feelings in that conversation with my French professor that makes me remember it so clearly 42 years later. We are going to remember this semester. So whatever grades we may give and get, we are all going to do a lot of learning this semester. Let's make that learning count. Let's direct it to the common good, to what we really care about, what matters. To the best of our abilities, let's allow our passionate emotions, our sadness, anger, joy, and love to make this year of learning more relevant, more memorable, more connected. Okay, now I'm going to get a little bit geeky and scientific about emotions, behavior, and learning. About 20 years ago, I joined a global health research team based in Zimbabwe, but including scientists from around the world. And we set out to figure out how to improve sanitation. Now, sanitation is a nice word for where people poop and what happens to it and hand-washing in rural Africa. Now, these behaviors are linked to human emotions, such as disgust and shame. And at that time, there was a prominent movement in the influential halls in London and in New York especially that was promoting the use of shame for behavior change in sanitation. The strategy was to publicly shame people who did not use a toilet or wash their hands properly. Now keep in mind that these interventions were happening in poor communities where toilet means pit latrine, for example, in India and Ethiopia. Before jumping onto this bandwagon of shame, our group set out to understand what psychologists and anthropologists know about shame. And research shows that shame does not bring about moral behavior. In fact, it is strongly associated over time with behavior patterns such as aggression, violence, and substance abuse. So we decided that we would not use shame. We designed intensive educational interventions around hand washing and latrine use that were entirely positive and focused around an ethic of care and emotions around nurture and love. But unlike shame, many emotions are pro-social and drive us toward learning, like guilt, anger, longing, and joy. These are passions that can truly drive our learning if we're willing to be open. And yeah, you heard me correctly. I really did say that guilt is pro-social and is different from shame. And here's the difference according to the research. When we feel shame, we want to hide, escape, or strike back. When we feel guilt, we want to confess, repair, or apologize. In terms of moral behavior, shame is bad. Guilt is good. And that's why I want you to feel guilty if you don't wear your mask properly. And we're not going to shame you. We're not going to call you names. 
or think that you're a bad person, we're simply going to remind you that if you don't follow the big four on and off campus, you are endangering our community, your friends, and our employees. Your behavior has consequences. Guilt, along with anger, longing, and joy, are strongly positive motivational forces for learning. Guilt motivates you to learn how do you make things right between yourself and others. Anger, how do you fix this and make the world better? Longing, how can you bring your goals into being? And joy, what can you do to keep this amazing energy going and share it with others? Goshen College's core value of passionate learning means that we connect your coursework with your passions and your purpose in the world. We connect with each other, students with students, students with employees, students with faculty, all of us with the community. We are a place where ideas and experiences in one class are connected to what happens in another class. We will connect you with internships, community service, and careers. Goshen is the place where your mind can connect with your spirit, can connect with your body. What happens in the world matters at Goshen College, and what happens at Goshen College matters in the world. So lastly, I want to tell you four things that I am really passionate about learning about um, this semester. First, be assured that I am an utterly passionate learner about how to keep us all safe in this pandemic. We have learned a great deal about the novel coronavirus since January, and we will continue to learn. We are learning yesterday and today about what happened at Notre Dame that caused them to go online, what happened to UNC that caused them to go online, and we're going to be in communication with you about that more this afternoon. Best practices, testing regimens, guidance will change as we learn more about the virus, how it's transmitted, who is at risk, and what will protect us. And as we learn, we will continually improve our plans and communicate those clearly to you. None of us can pull off a healthy semester all by ourselves. We must realize our profound interconnectedness for good and for ill and choose to act on behalf of each other's good. We must all behave every day with the knowledge that we might be an asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic carrier of the virus, who through our choices and actions can protect others who might become seriously ill with COVID-19. We hold one another in trust and when you maintain at least six feet of physical distance, if one of your friends becomes infected with COVID, you will not have to be quarantined for 14 days. We will be transparent with you about our situation. We launched a new dashboard on our COVID page yesterday, giving you daily stats on new COVID-19 cases and the total numbers of students and employees in isolation each day. And remember, isolation means when we separate someone who is known to be infected with COVID-19. It's different from quarantine, which means separating an exposed person 
not known to be infected, but who could be infected. Transparency builds trust. Another way we can build trust right now is for all of us to sign the Goshen College COVID pledge. Now, I know we've been sending you lots of messages, policies, and protocols, and maybe you've missed the invitation to sign our pledge. So I want to give you the stats this morning. Of our employees, 87% have signed the pledge. Let's hear it for our employees. And of our students, 78% have signed the pledge. Now that's great too, but the employees are ahead of you people. So sign up and we'll give you the stats again next week. So why does a pledge matter? Because it's a powerful act to all publicly express our intentions together. Secondly, I am passionate about the state of systemic racism in our nation. All six of Goshen College's vice presidents and I wrote to our students, employees, and alumni in July. And we apologized for the ways that being a predominantly white institution with a dominant white culture and white privilege have hurt black, indigenous, and people of color presently and in the past. We committed to learning and doing better. We promised to listen to you and your perspectives and experiences, and we promised action and change. We are in the process of that, and we will keep you informed. Most of all, we invite you to be a part of anti-racism work at Goshen College. Third, I am passionate about the state of our democracy and how to create open and honest conversations about what is happening in our society our economy, and what we think and feel about that. One of my mentors, Parker Palmer, says it this way, insight and energy give rise to new life as we speak and act, expressing our version of the truth while checking and correcting it against the truths of others. We, young and old alike, must find our voices learn how to use them, and know the satisfaction that comes from contributing to positive change if we have the support of a community. So at Goshen College, we strive to be a community where we find our voices, where you will find your voice, learn to write, learn to speak, learn to act, expressing our version of truths while checking and correcting it against the truths of others. And with this in mind, we are making a new college statement on freedom of expression this fall. The purpose of this statement is to make clear the freedoms and the boundaries of expression in our life together at Goshen College. And we will keep you informed as we make the full statement public over the next um, couple of weeks. Finally, in the midst of all we face, in fall 2020, I am passionate about cultivating a deep sense of joy, of vibrant faith, and of fun. Now more than ever, we need to be nourished by music and art, by laughter, and by each other. Let this not be a semester where fear takes the upper hand, although our fears are real. We can work with them. Meditate, exercise,
pray, sing, do yoga, talk it out with a friend or a counselor. Personally, I am holding tight to the disciplines that sustain me, which for me are meditation, Tai Chi, journaling, cooking great food, not quite a discipline, but fun, and swimming. What will you do this fall to nourish and sustain you, body, mind, and soul? Please be good to yourselves as well as to each other. So welcome to fall 2020 at Goshen College, where everything connects. Welcome to this historic, wonderful, painful, hopeful year. I am so glad you are here and that we have the chance to know you and to help you become capable of doing new things. The world needs that. Have a good morning. And it is my pleasure to introduce um, a musical trio that is going to share some of their music with you to wrap up this morning's events. So, are they in the hall? Yes, welcome. Good morning. Buen día, buenos días. Um, we are mechudos y peludos. We'll explain what that means if you don't know um, those words. Um, first of all, I am Lisa Rosado Rivera. I'm from Puerto Rico. I'm a senior, double majoring in music and theater. My name's Lucia. I'm a nursing major. And uh, we kind of created this group to sort of enjoy different cultures, different Latin American cultures. So I'm from Honduras. My name is Simon Hurst. I'm from Goshen. Um, I'm a senior music major this year. Um, and I think we recorded a song yesterday since we're not able to sing it in person. So we're going to explain a little bit about what that song is, and then we'll show it to you. So the song is about love. It's about acceptance. It's about being open-minded, about a girl who loves the moon.
Thank you so much for that gorgeous music, and thank you, Becky, for your words that really set the tone for this semester. At this time, I would like to invite upper-class students, faculty, and staff who are streaming in to log off and move to the north doors of the church chapel building to form the traditional applause tunnel. Now, on Monday, I learned the hard way that our live stream actually has about a 30-second delay, not the two to three-second delay that I thought we had. So I'm going to fill a little space here to allow our live streaming folks to catch up. Um, for the student in section two and section six who won core curriculum trivia on Monday, despite the fact that you were totally guessing because you didn't see the questions until 30 seconds after you answered, some very impressive guessing. <laughs> we have a ritual at Goshen College of ending opening convocation with an applause tunnel. Typically, I would dismiss faculty and staff first and upper class students to go and form that applause tunnel and seniors would pass through the applause tunnel and join on and then juniors and so on down the line. We're modifying that this year so the rest of campus has been, has been invited to come and welcome you all into the Goshen College community through this tradition. I'm gonna dismiss you by sections and you can exit out these north doors and there will hopefully be a very warm campus community that is physically spaced out at least six feet apart to welcome you through an applause tunnel. That will lead you to rise and roll donuts on the lawn. If you are not local, Rise and Roll Donuts are a local treasure um, that will give you quite a sugar rush to sustain you for the rest of the day.